GoBirds Radio, presented by the Bet Parks Casino and Sportsbook app, official sportsbook of the real Philly fan. What's going on? It's Elliot Shore Parks for my friends at Window Nation. And if you've had enough of your windows keeping the house chilly, then fight the February cold with Window Nation. Right now, replace your windows and save big with 50% off all window styles, plus zero down, zero interest, and no payments for 24 months. With proven quality and service, it's no wonder thousands have trusted Window Nation. Don't miss out. Call 866-90-NATION or visit windownation.com to schedule your free in-home estimate. Let Tend Dental make your dream smile a reality. We offer a variety of top-rated treatments, including Invisalign aligners. And for a limited time, Tend is offering $750 off orthodontic treatments. Offer valid through January 31st, so don't wait. Visit hellotend.com slash sale. That's hellotend.com slash sale. And book your free consult today. This is, is the Go Birds Podcast. The Go Birds podcast presented by the Bet Parks Casino and Sportsbook app. Elliot Chirp Parks, James Seltzer with you. E, what up? How you doing, buddy? Man. You look good today. You got the glasses on. You're well, very serious, Elliot Chirp Parks today. The glasses are on because it was a late night last night. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, so that, that everyone who listened this morning knows yeah. you were forced to have fun last night. Forced to have fun. <laughs> Unfortunately, it was fun. Oh, what a night. <laughs> I know. You. I was hoping. Hold on. That- Actually, this is this is great. We normally don't bring our actual text messages to each other on the air, but let me yeah. read everyone the text that Elliot. I'm hoping this, this is morning. from this morning. I didn't yes, text you last it was night. The, no, okay. no, it was <laughs> this morning, and it was hilarious. Uh, hold on, I gotta find it. Elliot wrote. Hold on. Because <laughs> this is this is what I I get the first thing I hear from Elliot this morning, the quote unquote. God, I hate having fun. Lol. <laughs> <laughs> It's so true. It's so true. And I'd even, honest to God, like, honest to God, I probably had five beers. They were just IPAs. And, like, I don't know. I don't know (laughs) why I do IPAs. Like, I don't know why. Like, I. I get, in my mouth. Like, I get more hungover from IPAs than like than like straight liquor. I don't like know a why. Different it's really kind weird. of hungover like, though. Emily gets, like, like Emily can't even drink them. Like she's got like wow. a weird reaction to them. Like they make her feel like sick. I should it's really so stop. Strange. I came no, in to you. I said no, like, no, if no, I, you know, it's like a God. I he's like I wish. What did you say? Like I wish. I wish they banned IPAs. I was like, if I, I said if I could get rid of anything in the world besides like the obvious things, you know. Like, yeah, like, like racism, racism, death, hey, homelessness. Yeah. Like, I'd get rid of IPAs. And I so said, it wasn't even I an said, option. And I said, there's a very easy way to do that. Don't drink IPAs. Yeah, you'd think it would be that easy, <laughs> wouldn't it? And I'm like, they don't taste good. He's like, I know! So, I have a, a take from the concert. So, saw the Killers. Killers. Apparently, again, two songs I know. Did they right? end with Brightside? Well, this this is my take. Oh, good. They did end with Brightside. But... They took like a five minute, like they stepped off the stage and it was like, you know, like everyone was like, encore. oh, I know, I know. That's what everyone does. I know, 100%, yeah, right? Okay. But like, bro. You knew it was going to be Brightside. You so didn't like, play Mr. Brightside. We know you're yeah, coming back. that's a really you're good You're just point. wasting our time. Like, like if they had played Mr. Brightside and then left and then did an encore, that would have been, look, I know they're planned and they're not actually like, come on, let's go do one more, right? But like, we know you're coming back. So you're literally just wasting Five minutes of our well, life. Well, no, it's the thing. It's the encore thing. I'm fine with that, but it is an interesting point that you just knew it was going to be Brightside. Right, and that's exactly. It. Like, we know you're playing Mr. Brightside. You have no just... idea what song it's going to be ever. Yeah, ever. well, because you you're no... there for nine hours. No, because they have, like, thousands of songs yeah. they play. I told you, 13 straight shows, they play the same freaking song once. Like, so you never know what's going to be. That's the fun of it. Right. But, Whereas but, all Brightside. But the I'd other fun thing is, you go, well, that's the other thing, too. Like, Brightside that song's all hits, man. That like, song I gotta say, like, ass. I'm not a huge Killer fan, whatever, I but love, like. They played it at my wedding. One dude had his pants by his it's ankles. Unbelievable. It's unbelievable. It just, every shout time. Shout out to Nick Musishka, who literally did Pants Off, Dance Off during Mr. Wow. Brightside at my wedding. Sounds like, yeah. sounds like got, it, was, it was intense. We got wasted yeah. at my wedding. Well, based off my wedding, I, I dude, believe we that. we ran out of alcohol at the wedding, because we were at a place where it let you bring your own out, right. which was a big money saver. It was great, because my buddy, actually, yeah. funny enough, Nick Muzichka, the guy who took his pants off. I was going to say, I guess it sounds like he likes to drink. He yeah. owned a bar, so he like used his connections with the bar to like get us cheap liquor and all right. that. We 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 drank, we got so much extra liquor, drank all of it. He had to like call a guy during the wedding Jesus. who came to 
to our wedding with extra liquor. If there's any story I didn't want to hear right now, they, it's this one. <laughs> they could do. They the, at my wedding, they were like, "You can't do shots, but we can give you them neat." Yeah, that's so what they, they were did just in mine. Giving yeah, me, like glasses yeah. of whiskey. Yeah, <laughs> it was like I was also. I, I mean, unbelievable. I swear, shots are bigger than they used to be. Oh, I, I just take. feel that to my core. Okay. All right. So here's my other thing. Okay, my, other, my other thing. Before we get into the Eagles. Yeah, I have a take too. Okay. So funny enough, your flashlight's on your phone. Oh, just see, I'm still getting used to yeah, the new one, buddy. I do buddy. that too. That's I'm like still the, yeah. getting used to it. See, that's the thing. I'm used to going bottom up for the flashlight. Now I got to go right corner down. Life is, is my crazy, whole man. World is yeah, life is crazy. All I right. will say, quick, though, for anyone wondering, new phone is the greatest thing I've ever had. In my it's life. amazing. It's yeah. literally. I mean, I went again as Elliot has commented many times. I went from like the the button phone, like old right. school phone, to like a brand new phone. And it's like, a, it's like it's not, they're not even the same thing. Like, we should not be able to call them both phones. Well, it's funny because when we give these types of advice, like, oh, you know, I'm watching this movie or this yes. TV show. It's like, yes. oh, the listeners will enjoy that. I'm going to guess there's almost nobody listening to this pod that still has an iPhone with a button. <laughs> so I think I think it's a it's a small group you're targeting here <laughs> well, in terms of maybe let me upgrade tell your you, phone. You people yeah. out there who were like me and thought you needed the button, you don't. So I'm going to save my other thing for the end of the pod. Oh, look at you. Yeah. All right, well then I'll do my thing. Okay. Do you ever talk? Do you ever think about? And I'm sure other people have thought about this. Where is this going? Why can Goofy talk but Pluto can't? Hmm. They're both dogs in the same like fictional world, right? right? Like Mickey and and Donald and all them. They're both dogs. <laughs> I love that you wrote this. One can talk and one can't. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Why? Yeah. It makes no sense. Well, There's no logical reason for it. So I'm not a goofy aficionado, be. to be honest. I do remember the Goofy movie. So Plu- <laughs> Pluto is like the older kid, right? Like his only kid. But he's like no, in high school. No, 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 no. I don't I don't think they're related. Pluto oh. is like Mickey's dog and Goofy's like his buddy who's a dog. Hold Goofy on. can talk, Pluto can't. So Goofy is Mickey's dog. No, Pluto. Pluto is. Pluto. Okay. So what's the Goofy movie where he is a kid? I don't know. He might have a kid, but it's not Pluto. Okay. Then I don't know who Pluto, Pluto is. Pluto looks completely different. He's a dog. Look up Pluto. Okay. But, but the point is, they're both dogs. Like, they're both dogs. Well, Goofy's the obviously- talk, The mouse can talk. Goofy, oh, the yeah. dog can talk. Pluto, the dog can't talk. Well, obviously- Why? Because obviously- I'll Why? T- I'll tell you Why? Because Goofy's not a dog. Goofy's a dog. But I'm saying, like, clearly not in the yes, show. Yes, he is. I know, he is. I know what he looks like. I'm aware that he is a dog. But I'm saying, if Pluto can't talk, that means he's the true dog. And Goofy is, like, some other version of a dog. <laughs> just makes no sense. But now I'm saying, like, think about it. It makes no sense, But I was like, why does Goofy walk on his hind legs and he Pluto doesn't? He is a dog. Doesn't? Anthropomorphic dog. There you go. All right. First of all, I'd love to know the loser that wrote down the exact type of dog Goofy <laughs> is. Number one. <laughs> You know what anthropomorphism is? We can no. do a little uh, a little vocab no. on the pod. What is it? Anthropomorphism is looking at things through a human lens. Mm. It's like when you look at your dog and you're like, oh, like Kingsley's sad today. I can right. see it. That's you imposing what you believe the dog feels. A human, you're imposing uh, a human emotion on the dog. That is anthropomorphism. All right. How about that? Look well, at us teaching. I them. still think Pluto. I'm right though, right? Yeah. Like it is weird. It's weird. Thank it you. must be weird for the people in that world. Thank you. Now I can I can delete that from you my, can delete that one. my random thoughts. <laughs> I have a random thoughts and takes right. note. I'd love to know what yeah. made you think of this. Were you like reading Zoe a book? Well, Zoe, or like... we were watching a little Mickey and Minnie okay, Mouse yeah. and, and Goofy comes on and I'm just like, wait a minute. Maybe Pluto just can't talk yet. Never thought of it. Oh, I like this. A hundred years in, they're gonna be well, like none of them age. So I'm saying, like, like maybe that. Pluto is going to age eventually into <laughs> yeah. a talker. But since none of them ever get older, he'll never. It's like he's stuck. Love this. What in his great. mind, he's like, if I could age, <laughs> just I'd be a baby able to dog. talk. Yeah, exactly. He's a puppy. Exactly. Nailed it. Got there it. you go. Thanks, buddy. Problem we got solved. That. All right, let's talk some. I was gonna say. So how about those Eagles? About those. How about this is this? what happens when you're three and zero, and there's literally nothing wrong not with even, the team. We're not even gonna start with the Eagles. No. Let's start with Dougie P. Yeah. Our guy coming back. Um, emotions. You're gonna be in yeah. the building. Look again. I said it last pod. We don't need to go in the. No one's booing him. He's gonna get cheered. The question is, do they do like a highlight video like they did for Andy? I think you're right. I think they probably will be. Regardless. The emotions, you're in the building. Doug comes out there. I mean, this is a guy, the, you know, you've covered, this Nick's the what, the, the fourth coach you've covered, right? It was the end of Andy. Andy, Andy, yeah, yeah. Chip, so Doug, you've covered Nick, four yeah. coaches. Doug, the most meaningful one in your time, your time. Yeah. Obviously, Andy was here longer, but your time, Doug, without a doubt, the most meaningful Eagles head coach. He gave you the most special experience you could have as a beat reporter. Yeah, All that sure. stuff. What are you going to feel when the dude comes out the tunnel in, in Jags gear? Well, it's funny. Like, when we, t- when we did the Carson pod last week, 
I talked a lot about how, like, covering Carson taught me a lot about, like, what a franchise quarterback should be. And Carson didn't have some of those things, right? So I'm not saying that he is, but, like, watching Carson go from being the number two pick to where he is now, like, it taught me. And, like, 20 years, I'll, like, when the Eagles draft another quarterback, you know, when Jalen's in the Hall of Fame and has all the Super Bowl <laughs> rings, like, I'll think back and go, like, okay, well, like, does he check these boxes if, or, or negatives, right, with Carson? And I think with Doug, it's the same thing because I remember when Doug was hired, it was, you know, emotional intelligence. He didn't have a good first press conference, if you remember. You know, horrible. He, he was he asked about the, the Chiefs thing. thing. Yeah. It was a disaster answer. Which and is, I still, to this day. It's so funny he was asked about I that, I still, too, to though. this day, think he was defending Andy. I really do. Yeah. I think that answer, because that, Doug was not great in press conferences, but that answer made no sense. Like, mm -hmm. that was something that it was like, he was just trying to come up with something to, to get Andy's back, because yeah. Andy got him the job. Yeah. That was it, what I thought. And look, like. But either way, it was a bad introduction. Bad, to bad introduction, yes. and it was also remember and no one wanted him to begin with. It was definitely a very similar to Sirianni. Like we hired that guy. Yeah, exactly. And it was I remember when it was like first talked about they're going to hire Doug. Um, I think I was still working with Mark Eckel at the time of NJ.com, and he was just kind of like, "What do you mean they're not going to hire Doug Peterson <laughs> to be the head coach?" Like, so there was just the like you know the initial kind of thing of like, "Oh man, this is going to be a disaster," and then obviously it wasn't. But like what I learned from Doug is. You know, like, it's really, really important to connect to your players. And mm -hmm. I know that's not, like, breaking news or anything, but when we've talked about head coaching hire searches, like we did with last year with Nick, I said my top thing I wanted was a play caller, and I still feel that way. But, like, mm. other other thing Welcome is, like, Welcome aboard, buddy. I'm not saying leader of men thing. That's not what I'm saying. But it's all part of it. The point of leader of men is not, it's guys who, it's a guy who people want to follow, people believe in, who people connect yes. to. Like, all that that but, thing. And we're we're kind of, like, nitpicking here. I view leader of men as more of, like, a hard-nosed like I'm just telling thing. you, yeah, when yeah, I yeah, talk I get, I get about a leader yes, of men, that's yes. what I'm talking about. But I think with Doug, what I, what I learned was, like, man, Doug built a great culture in that building, right? And in a weird way... All right, so this is way off topic, kind of. But do you remember, <laughs> do you remember that book, the book series Animorphs? It sounds familiar. I never read it. So but basically, I, I with think, kids, it turned into animals. I think I know what you're. I, I've heard of it, but I never, I never read them or know right. about them. So the cover of each book was in the corner. It was the kid, and then he slowly morphs into an animal. Okay. Dude, I used to read them so much. I would call Barnes and Nobles every day and ask if the new one was in. <laughs> to the point where at one oh, point, the person at the phone was like, "Look, Elliot, we promise, like, we'll let you know." When <laughs> oh you're my in. god, yeah, that's I know. hilarious. It was, yeah. So. So back to how me. old were you? What what age was this? I don't know. I was still getting babysitted, so I'm like thirteen. No, okay, I know, like like old. ten, yeah, like, was, nine, yeah, something whatever. Like that. Okay, they were they were essentially kid books, like early reader books. Okay. So, um, anyway, like you talk about, how I've covered four head coaches. I almost feel like they've kind of morphed, like from Andy to Nick, and like each has a little bit of each other. Where like I view Nick as almost like a combination of like Chip and Doug. Like I think Nick is incredibly bright from a football standpoint, and I'm not saying that Doug isn't. But, like, Doug, I think, has, like, the emotional intelligence part. And I think that as I've seen Jeffrey hire different coaches, you can see what certain things he wants to hold on to from each but replace in others. And I think that with Doug, he hired a head coach that was, like, coming off a chip, like, very, like, player-friendly, super, like, just one of the guys, like, type of thing. And I think the difference between Doug and Nick is, and this is maybe because Doug won the Super Bowl, I think Nick is just more motivated than Doug was. Like, I think at the end of Doug's tenure, he was not like a burn the midnight oil. I agree with you. Not like yeah. a let me try this new type of game plan. I think his coaching staff hires would have been fairly lazy. Well, it's interesting because even at this new thing, when he was talking in his introductory con or his conference call with Philly Media about the yeah. Jacksonville thing, he even said one of the things <laughs> yeah. he's trying to do is like have more fun and yeah. not stress Don't so be much. stressed was, out. I was like, Doug, really? Well, first <laughs> of all, you're at the right place, man. I know. Yeah. It didn't seem like you were like, you know, stressing at the yeah. end. Sure. But, um, no, I think, like, just my memory of covering Doug is just, like, he was just a nice guy. Like, yeah. now, I do think he had a bit more of, like, a bite back than Nick did. Like, there were times with reporters you could see he was vi oh, visibly no doubt. upset. No like, doubt. Nick never really does that. Now, it's early, right? But, like, and Nick has not I don't gone, think Nick has it in him to clap back I don't think he does like either. That. Nick has not gone through the, the prolonged failure that yeah. Doug had that last year and all that. But, yeah, yeah it's, a, it's a, Nick has definitely never done that. Yeah. Great. So, yeah, I mean, I think, like... I saw you guys tweet out, like, who's the most memorable coach? In favorite, Eagles? we did. Favorite, yeah. And the fact, like, I get why people like Buddy, but, like... It's crazy to me. It's crazy. People called up, and even to Cameron. To Cameron says, Buddy's his favorite coach of all time. And I'm like, look, I was a kid when Buddy was a coach, too. Like, Buddy was my introduction to Eagles football. I loved it. I loved the toughness. Right. I loved the fake Neil. I love it all. Defensive but it's head like, coach. But yeah, but it's like, really? <laughs> yeah. Like, over the guy who won you a Super Bowl, who 
who is actually also a, a wonderful guy. And extremely likable, yes! yeah. It's yeah. not like Josh McDaniels won us a Super Bowl. We have to be like, all right, well, he's kind of a dick, right. but yeah. he won us a Super Bowl. Like, this guy's a sweetheart of a guy who yep. we all like as a person, and then he won us, and, and, not just won the Super Bowl, but, you know, him and Nick. I mean, how we uh, building the roster, but, like, him and Nick, the two guys who mm-hmm. executed, who are most responsible for executing it, who are most yeah. responsible for making it happen in the moment. Him and Nick. Those two guys, like, how is he not your favorite coach of all time? Yeah, it's, it's crazy insane. to me. And it's also insane that people think he's going to get booed. Like, we said this on the last pod. I, honestly, it's the weirdest thing. That's, Although, honest, right. I'm not. And honestly, Doug, too. Like, Doug's got to stop being like, well, they cheered Andy. I, I, I hope they Doug's cheered me. Doug's answers on this have been good. They've been horrible. Yeah, like his answer where, uh, now look. He's like, I hope they don't boo me. It's like, dude, you know better to say that. Like, well, come but, on, well, man. Well, the other thing he said that I thought was like a, just a little off is like, so he's given the Jaguars. Reporter asks him a question. And then, of course, a Jaguar reporter goes, like, well, they boot Santa, right? And he goes, like, but he goes, like, oh, yeah, several years ago. And I'm like, several years ago is not an accurate depiction of when that happened. You know, that's like, it's like being like, yeah, I got potty trained several years ago. Like, no, I'm 34. I got potty trained, like, you know, a very, very long time ago. Like, I get it was the past, but it's not several years. I love right? that. That's a good reference. Yeah, thank you. So, Shout like, out to Zowie, who's yeah. fully potty trained. My oh, really? Oh, way potty. Wow. Yeah. We don't buy a diaper. Don't to buy diapers. Look at you, man. It's an amazing thing. Um, Let me tell you. It's a we'll thrilling, name the pod. Shout thrill, out, Zoe. It's a thrilling thing. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Zoe, you know, 10 years from now is going to come back and listen yeah. to this audio and literally just stab me in my sleep. Yeah. yeah it's if this good. audio is still around, who knows by then, <laughs> Ooh, right? look you know? at you. But, uh, well, with the auto-downloaders, Yeah, it's it a good be, point. Yeah, yeah well, we'll be yeah. somewhere. But um, no, so I think Doug hasn't done a great job answering the questions. And maybe he's just trying to protect himself a little. But, like, again, nobody is going to boo Doug. Like, nope. it's not like a, you're being a tough, like, we're fans. Like, da, da, da. like, no, Doug was awesome here. Look, at the end, he didn't do a good job, right? No, but you also can point to a million other reasons. Yeah, for, 100%. Hey, it's way more Carson's fault than Doug's fault. But, like, you know. And he was going Andy, through stuff Andy's and all a, that. Andy's a more successful coach here in a lot of ways. Of course, we can do like one won the Super Bowl, one did it. Sure, yeah. Andy got cheered, you know? Yes. Like, so. And Andy left. Like the last year of Andy was way more like angry and, and whatever than the last right. year of Doug. Like people didn't even want Doug fired. Yeah, that's right. With I Andy, didn't think they should fire with him. Andy, we wanted him fired like. Two months into the season, it was yeah. a, it was a, remember the people were like, and he's like, I'm not firing him during the season, but it was like, we all wanted him gone and well, it was over. And Andy's not a li- as likable as Doug. Not even, you know, like, like, and I don't know that. Andy as well, so I, I can't either. speak and, to and, that. And, but and like, look, what I will say, and I'm sure you've heard this too, like everyone at Nova Gear, everyone ever yeah, talks about dude, being around Andy. Players love him. Everyone Mike loves, loves him. Like, everyone loved Andy. He treated people right, all that. Like Andy's a great guy and all that, but, but like, he's not like, Doug, great. At right. least in terms of to everybody else, like Doug is super friendly and likable. Well, it's funny that you started the pod talking about Goofy. I know. Because I feel like the word that I think best describes <laughs> Doug, Doug is, is just goofy. like aloof, goofy. But like, I don't mean it in a mean or like negative yeah. way, but I think like he's just like, you know, he's like a playful kind of like, I can't do it. Like, you're that's doing the shooters the good right motion, now. People but, can't yeah, see yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. Yes, yes. But like, he, and where I think the difference between Doug and Nick is like, Nick has that to him, but Nick also has like a sharpness and like a, uh, I don't want to say an edge because I don't think, yeah, like I don't think Doug really had that. And I think Nick is just like more motivated at this point. Like he's younger, A, and like Doug won the Super Bowl in his second year. So he kind of like checked that off. Right. And I think from there on out, it was just much more of like keeping the ship afloat. I didn't feel like there was that same like burning desire. Looking back at the time, I didn't think that, but now that you know, I can do the eulogy on it or whatever, yeah. right? Like, but I think with Nick being around Nick, he's much more like you know, I just feel like he's sharper from a football, like just in everything, like with details, like a sharper football guy. Like, I feel like I trust Nick more to make a game plan. That being said, Doug is doing a good job in Jacksonville. Yeah, man, and and you know, people. Look, we have not watched a ton of Jacksonville games, but I did watch them after the Eagles game. They were the game we had on here from the, the Chargers game, or at least on my CBS. It was on, and they looked really good. Yeah. And they looked like a good team. Christian we, Kirk's playing well. We had Shield Capati on the show today who does watch the Jaguars film, and he's like, they're really good. He's like, it's a real test. Like, yeah. they're, this is not a pushover. He's like, they're a good football team. Before so. before we get into the Jags, I want to mm-hmm. throw it back at you, though. Like, what do you think you learned from Doug? So... Uh, interesting question. First and foremost, just how will I feel when Doug comes out? Love. Yeah. That's it. Like, it's all love for that guy. That's how I feel. I, 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 it's funny because if you had asked me last year, do I still wish Doug was the coach? I would say yes. 
Now, I, li- I really like Nick, and I like where this team's at and all that, and I'm happy Nick's the coach. But you wouldn't take Doug over Nick. I don't I don't know. Do I think Doug Peterson is a better coach than Nick? As of this moment, I have to say yes. He wow. won a Super Bowl. I mean, wow. he won a Super Bowl, man. Like, oh, I mean, there was resumes for sure. I'm just saying, and I'm not even pushing back on it. I, but I'm again, just surprised I'm not saying it, I would like, take Doug over Nick right now for this team is my point. Like, let I me think ask that, if you had to pick. I, I, I don't know. I, the, okay. What they've got is really special, so I wouldn't mess right. with it. And the Hurts, Nick I would thing take Nick all. for what it's worth. Sure. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know what I would do. I just think that, look, Doug... Doug went to the playoffs three straight. He won the Super Bowl. Went to playoffs three straight years. Yeah. Had one bad year with the worst quarterback in football, who most of it was on that one guy. Also going through personal stuff, all kinds of stuff, and he gets fired after one bad season. Still to this day, and I'm happy with where the Eagles are, and I wouldn't get rid of Nick or anything. But like, that doesn't sit right with me. Like, I yeah. still to this day, it bothers me how that all played out. Like, that guy deserved better. So we gave him. I think it's an interesting thing because I agree that Doug probably did not deserve to get fired. But on the flip side of that, I think that it was the right tough decision to make. I do. Like, I feel like Doug had been here. And again, frankly, like, I think Doug was not motivated anymore. Like, if you look at, like, who he wanted to hire as his assistant coaches, it was nobody, like, refreshing or new. It was all retreads. It was all guys that had been here. And I 100% agree with you. Like, if in, in your professional life, when you work to where Doug is at and you achieve what he's achieved, you're allowed to like make mistakes and have off years. One and, year, yes, exactly, hundred percent. With the worst quarterback but, in football. But, but here's the other thing too about that: with the like, worst quarterback in football. Even though it was one year, it was kind of three years. They were trending, you know, down. like where it was like five and but, seven, and then. But that, I mean, that's as much on Howie as it was Doug yes, too, I, I, and yeah. Howie's admitted it. He's like, I tried yeah. to go too hard. I tried to keep that window yeah. open and stuff. And they had older players, and they had injuries, and they had issues. And then again, they had the worst quarterback in football. Like. I've come around, man. You were right back in the day. Right. Like, Carson Wentz is way more responsible for 2020 than anyone else on that roster yeah, or on that coaching staff or in that building. Yeah. Flat out, end of story. Now, but the question is, like... And look, again, I come back to the fact that I'm not upset with where the Eagles are at. I'm not saying I'd rather have Doug here now. I'm not saying that I don't love what Nick is doing and that this thing we have right now feels special and what Nick has right. done in creating culture, and he does the things that Doug did well, really well, too. I just... When I think about Doug Peterson, this is not answering your question about what I learned. I'll get to that. But more just when I think about Doug Peterson's time in Philly and and how it all played out, I feel sad. Like, mm-hmm. I feel sad about the way it ended because I don't think it, it doesn't feel right to me. Interesting. I don't feel that. Because that guy won us a super. Yeah. Hard. And look, it all it's all good. It all worked out. He seems like he's really happy in Jacksonville. He's got a great quarterback. He's yeah. got a fun little thing going and all that. Like, it's not nothing ended badly. But I definitely just don't feel like it was the proper end for that guy well, in Philadelphia. Maybe the reason I don't feel that way is because I feel like I saw Doug like change during his time here. I think like Well, that's true. He looked That's what I mean. By like the end. I think Doug at his core is like a extremely sweet individual that like is friendly and all those things, right? And I think he wanted to be that early in Philly. And I actually talk with people at the Eagles about this often. Like who Nick now is now does not mean that's who Nick will be in five years. Because, sure. like, it's grading to head coach, be the head no, coach no of the city, right? No like, doubt. there's media members that are, like, you know, really question Doug Hart. And I'm not ripping them for that. That's their job. It's not my style. It's just not a strength of mine. But, like, after five years, I think Doug was, like, he was ready to mm-hmm. go. So, I think your point about did he deserve to be fired? No. He did not. Was he happy he was fired? Maybe. Yeah, but like <laughs> I, I think it was like the right decision. And I, I get it. I just it just doesn't sit well with me the way I think both that. are true. Yeah. I think I think Doug, if Doug would have said, like if I was Jeffrey Lurie and Doug said, Look, man, I really want to see this through, I personally would have said yes. Yep. But ultimately, I think that would have been the wrong decision. So I think Jeffrey made the right decision, but I understand why Doug could feel you know, and I don't even know if Doug really wanted to come back that bad. You know, I think well, it Doug seems was with fine. the assistant yeah. the coaches thing and all that. Right. I, it, but it still it doesn't whether or not it, it was the right decision or it just didn't it didn't sit yeah. well with me the way it ended. Well, and for, you know for that, what that guy did here before we get to what you thought like you learned from Doug. But like we talk about Jalen and compare him to other quarterbacks, right? Like Tom Brady, Aaron Rodgers, like like Tom Brady is obviously a great quarterback. Duh. Like he doesn't even practice on Wednesdays. You know, like I think that what the Eagles have right now is key people in the organization are so motivated. And that's like a benefit for Jalen. I don't know if Doug would have been that here. I think Doug is more motivated in Jacksonville because A, it's a it's a less stressful environment, but B, like it's new there. He hasn't accomplished anything. There's like a fresh carrot to chase, right? I think in Philly, there was no longer that carrot. He won the Super Bowl. So I, I think that the Eagles are just better off with somebody running the show that like, 
is constantly feeling a need to prove himself. Like, Jalen and Nick constantly feel like they need to prove themselves. I don't think Doug felt that towards the end. I think he was, like, mad at, not the city, but, like, just over the situation, I guess. And so I think it was good for everyone to move on. Yeah, it might have been. But, again, it doesn't I, – I don't like the way it happened. Yeah. But, again, I and to do it, like, way and then do it with the, after the press conference. Like, the whole right. thing was just poorly yeah. handled. Remember, wasn't there a report that he was going to come back? Yes. Yeah. He did the postseason press That's conference right. with Howie. Yeah. That's right. So, like, I get it. And you're I don't think you're wrong in terms of, like, it was probably best for everybody, but that doesn't mean that I like the way it played out. Yeah. That's um, all right. Uh, in terms of just what I learned, I mean, look, there's not much to add to what you said. I think the big thing, and it's why when, you know, Nick had his first press conference, like, I was frustrated and upset with it, but I kept saying throughout, if you go back and listen to the pod, I was like, I'm not going to kill this guy now. Like, this mm-hmm. isn't, but I'm all I can go off is what I know about him, and I'm not impressed. But I was like, this is not a final judgment. And that's because of Doug. Like, after, I thought Doug was a moron. After that first question, I was like, this guy stinks. Like, yeah. we're in trouble here. And we weren't. And he proved, it, proved a year later to be the best, have the best coaching season I've ever seen from an Eagles head coach. So, well, what's crazy is, uh, I'd be interested to know how- Don't overreact. Uh, yeah, that's that's a good one. Yeah, I think that's very true. Like, and that it's and you're right with Nick. Like, people did that, but I don't. Yeah, you definitely didn't. I'm almost. Yeah. I'm 99 percent sure did. I we, did. We, yeah, we, I did we, not. Right. Yeah, we we called it out. We were like, right. man, that was bad. Like, you look like an idiot and stuff. Right. We were like, not was, gonna, was, I'm not gonna not indict good. this guy yet. But I also think looking back on Doug, early on, I think what made him a good head coach and that he didn't do later is I think early on he listened to people. Like, I think a lot of the analytics stuff, he was open to it, and that's a good quality to have to be open-minded. But I think if Doug landed with, like, the Giants and David Gettleman, like, I don't think he would have been, like, the going forward on fourth down Oh, I agree with you. Like, I think the Eagles, like, taught him that. Well, it's funny because he is, like, a forebearer. Like, we don't really talk about it much, but Doug was the guy out in front of it. Now everyone does it. Like, yeah. Doug was, like, the and, and it's because of the Eagles, but right. they were, they were like, the They're big. analytical guys, yeah. Yeah, so I do think they, they, you know, they don't get enough credit for what they did there. And look, I also think with Doug, too, I think Doug seems like the kind of guy where, you know, the more people around him that he works great with and that are smart football guys, the and look, that's probably true of anybody, but, like, he was just better with Frank and DeFilippo. Like, that mm-hmm. that threesome was the best we it saw. It worked, yeah. Yeah, so, um, all right, I want to get to the I game. I feel like I had another Doug question. Think about it. Okay. Real quick, let okay. me tell people, download the Bet Parks. Come on, come app. on. What are we doing here? I you know how you know thing. we really love the Parks app? You know how you know we know? Yes. Because you will never hear from us a pre-recorded ad on this pod. What a great point. We don't just do it once and forget about it and drop it in. Hey, download the bet part. Yeah, oh my God, we made this bet. Yeah, like we literally, every day we record this pod, take time to talk about it because we use it all the time and we talk about it so we don't need to pre-record it. We have new experiences with it all the time. It's exactly right. I don't know why I'm going on this tangent. But I love it It's because it's true. It's the point and we're having so much trouble that you should too. If you like us enough to listen to this pod and go deep and spend yeah. the first eight minutes listening to non-Eagles stuff and you're still here right now, yeah, have some fun with us gambling too because it is a really fun thing. Elliot and I, we talk about it all the time. If you don't listen, I know maybe not everyone does. If you don't listen to the Parks Picks pod, it's like our favorite yeah, thing Yeah, we actually do. texted this morning. <laughs> we really love doing yeah. it and I think it's a really fun pod and we get to talk about other stuff. So, so check it out and, and have some fun with us. Gamble with us. Um, it's been really fun making the parlays and losing every week. Oh, it's the bla- it's a blast. That's the thing, though. When we win one, get ready. It's oh, going to be the a rush. celebration rush. on this pod. And you want to be a part of that. You want to be there for that yeah. win. And ultimately, all we need to do is win one to make up for the other. Like, eight right. we lose. Right. It works out that way. The key to gambling <laughs> is, is, win one big is not <laughs> winning. <laughs> <laughs> the point is, it's a hell of a lot of yeah. fun. And the great thing about the app is you can bet on everything. You bet on live in-game betting, the action wild swings with the line you can bet on player performances instead of stupid fantasy you can bet on yeah. touchdowns yards all the good stuff and here's the deal if you sign right now you get first bet risk-free up to 750 dollars 750 dollars risk-free bet refunded insight credit you must be 21 and present in pennsylvania or new jersey gambling problem call 1-800 gambler use our promo code go birds that's yes all right Nicely done. Eagles Jacks. Um, or did you remember no, no, your dog no. point? Yeah, yeah. Oh, I, I still you. remember it. Look yeah. at you. Well, so, you didn't remember it before. I told you to try and remember it. You did. That's what I'm saying. Yes. Right. Good. So we're there. Yes. Um now I'm gonna forget it. <laughs> yes. But no. Shut up and let me make this yeah, point. before I forget yeah. it. So we just talked about how Doug was like aggressive on fourth down because of the Eagles. And then eventually I think that's who he became. And like remember he went for the win in Baltimore, like all yeah, those yeah, type first of things. year. Yep. Um I don't like know if I see that in Nick. And I'm not saying I, do, I don't because, like, you know, he went for it on fourth down in certain situations. Yeah. Now, going for it in fourth in Washington was not really risky. They were up, like, you know, 16. 17-0. Yeah, and there was, what, And two? there was no time left on the clock. Right, so that yeah. wasn't risky. But, like, you know, the Detroit one, maybe a little risky. Yeah. 
I think he's been risky. But, like, I don't get that same feeling. Like, when it's fourth down, I'm you not— don't think he's big balls, Nick? Is that what you're trying I to I don't say? know. I, I don't know if he is or isn't. But what do Look, you think? that's okay. I agree with you. I, I think with Nick, like, I feel like he's pretty appropriate with it. Yeah. Now I feel like— I, I think Nick's core is, like, more conservative. To a point, but I do think he'll go for it when he's supposed to go for it, when he should go for it. The right points in the field at the right points in the game. I have not— my and I think I've said this to you. I've said this on pods. Like it's almost like I almost never have an issue saying I wouldn't have gone for it. I would have kicked the field goal. I would have punted. Whatever. That's never the issue. It's always the play calling for. Yeah. I, multiple times. Yeah. I'm like I hate that they didn't give Hurts an option. It's a run play. Like what are you doing here? Like I. It's usually more the play call that I end up and not, not all the time, obviously, but sometimes when I have an issue, I feel like it's more the play call than the decision to go for it or not go for it. Mm-hmm. But I agree with you. I don't think he's as aggressive in that way. Yeah. Way. Like I just don't. Get that okay. sense from him. As long as you do it, you know, when you have to do it, like, I'm okay playing a little smart. Well, and, you know, when you're up 20-something points every half. I mean, if you're beating the crap out, who cares? Did we right? talk about the uh, second half points thing? We have not. Should we? Sure. All right. What do you think, buddy? It. You got any thoughts? Yeah, I do have thoughts, actually. Oh, good. Right. So I went and I looked, and I wrote this down. Off the so. cuff. Yeah. Not on our rundown. I love no. it. Yeah, our big rundown. Yeah. <laughs> Which our, is essentially. Our rundown consists of sitting down. Your to... notes about Goofy is essentially <laughs> so our rundown. Record, say, hey, yeah. What should we talk about today? All right. So <laughs> I went through and I looked, right? So they've had fewer. First of all, they've. All right. So they're averaging 24 points in the first half and something like, I think, four and a half points. 24 points in the first half, which is by far the most yeah, in football. Yeah, by far the most yes. in football. I think it's like uh, and, 15 is next or something. Not even close, actually. Yeah. Something like that. And then in the second half, they're 27th, I think, in the league. So obviously not good. Um, oh, yeah. They've only scored points in one, one game. Yeah. <laughs> yeah exactly. And it was, and really, they haven't scored a second half point in five straight well, quarters. Well, I heard cause... someone, yeah, I heard someone say, and you know, it's weird to think about it this way, but they have scored, they've only scored points in five of the 12 quarters this season or something like that. Is that right? That makes sense. Something I mean, they, like that. Well, they haven't scored in almost yeah, half of them. Yeah. So, yeah. It's something like, or maybe, maybe they seven score, of the 12 or something like that. The the point they've had a lot of quarters of without scoring. Yeah. So I went and I looked. They've had 15 second half possessions, 18 first half possessions. And I went and said, like, all right, now they're up a lot of points. So, like, when you're at the end of the game and you're killing the clock, like, that's a successful possession, even though you're not scoring. Of course. But even if you include those, so out of the 15 second half possessions, I only deemed four of them a success. So either a touchdown, a field goal, or a kill kill clock, right? So that's obviously not good. So then I thought about why do I think that's happening? And is it, like, a red flag? I think there's two reasons it's happening. One— I personally believe they're just pulling back and not showing. I think so anymore, too. right? And you're up a lot of points. It's tough to man. It's tougher than people think to manage a game when you're up a lot of points, right? But two, I don't think they're as good of a running team this year. Well, they haven't, they haven't been so right. far. They're averaging, uh, I think it's like four and a half yards per carry compared to five last year. It doesn't sound like a lot, but you know, half a yard is pretty decent drop. Um, so I think they're not as good of a running team this year. So in the second half, now. In the second half, teams know they want to run. And they're... and to be fair, I mean, at least with the last game, like the one thing Washington has a really good interior of its defensive line. Like the Washington yeah. defensive line is is still solid. Agreed. So, but again, that doesn't explain like no, Minnesota, no, no. Or Detroit, yeah. right? So, I, I well, they ran the ball pretty well against Detroit, didn't they? Um, I think it's just the touchdowns and stuff. But yeah. Hurts ran the ball really right, against right. Detroit. So, I, I ultimately think that this is not something to be worried about. Is where I fall. I think it's a small sample size. I think it's circumstantial. I think they're up a lot of points early. Like, I don't. If you t- said to me in eight weeks, like, why have the why has Eagles season not been what we thought it was going to be? I would be very surprised if it's because they're not scoring a lot of second half. I feel the same way. I'm not really at all concerned about it. I, I think a lot of it's like you're like you said, been circumstantial. It's a very small sample size. I think the fact that the other teams, other than the trick game, the last two games, other teams aren't scoring in the second half too also makes it a little more, it's yeah. like, all right, they're not feeling the pressure. Like, there's a lot of reasons you can point into it. What I will say is I really like, I like the way the team is talking about it. I thought mm. Nick's answer about it today was really good. You know, talk, very open, very honest, talking about, I thought in the, the second game, we we were uh, put our foot way off the gas yep, too and much. And then we were too much then we were too one. aggressive. Yeah. It's finding that balance. That was a really interesting insight yeah. into how they think about those things. And I think Jalen Hurts is messaging the team in these post-game speeches has been spot on. Mm-hmm. It's been like, hey, we're damn good, but we got to be better. Yeah. Look at the second half. Like, we have stuff we got to clean up. We have stuff we got to be better at. And they, you know, even though they're 3-0, even though they're number one in power ranks and all that, internally, these guys are saying, hey, not good enough, not good enough, not yeah. good enough. The leaders are saying not good enough. I think that's exactly what you want to hear. So, so 
because of the messaging internally and, and how they're looking at it, that makes me feel even better about it as a non-issue. And also, when we talked about this season and like what was important, right? I thought getting off to a good start, obviously super important. You gain confidence. But like for so many years, really since the Super Bowl, like we just talked about Doug, like 2018, 2019, 2020, obviously. Slow starts. Slow starts. It's a like great point, Every Ellie. week they would come like out I'd and mu- be down much, 14 much, nothing. Like Much, ra- much, yeah. much ha- rather of it this way. <laughs> yes. That it's a great 100%. point. 100%. You're right. Oh. 100 percent. Like if they if they end the season with the number one scoring offense in the first half, they're, they're gonna, gonna be a damn good team. They're gonna score they're gonna win a lot <laughs> yeah. of games, right? You're so right. I don't think it's like them being out coached. I don't think it's adjustments. I think it's just like a combination of like poor play and them taking their foot off the and ball. circumstances. And circumstances. Yeah. Okay. I love that. So brings up a question, Mike. We're gonna get to Eagles Jags to end the pod in a minute. We'll we'll preview the game because it is an important game and yeah. honestly, crazy as it seems. One of the toughest games they have left somehow. It's like you know, before from, the Vikings games. I was like, this could be the toughest <laughs> one they have left. <laughs> now the Jags could be one of them. I don't one think it them. is. I don't think it is, but, but the point is, like, if we if we take all the teams on the Eagles' schedule, they'd probably be in the top five toughest opponents left. Agreed. Which is crazy. Yeah. Um, but to the point you're just making, because I think it's an interesting thing, because we have talked so much about the positives, as we should. You mm-hmm. know, this team is damn good, and it'd be silly to come on here and be nitpicking and complaining yeah. and all that. But, but, let's nitpick and complain for a second. If you have to pick something, like if you're looking at something right now, if let's say, and again, outside of injuries, we all know injuries yeah. can derail any season, and that's part luck, part, you yeah. know, sports science, yep. all the stuff that they're doing, whatever. Outside of that, if let's say in, in, in 10 weeks, we're like, you know, six and five, and we're like, what the hell happened? Like, yeah. what, what happened? What? Well, it's like 2016. Yeah. Why? Right. I think the answer to this is incredibly obvious, and you won't even be surprised what it does. It's a Jalen regresses. Yeah. It's 100% that. Yeah. Like, look, I think that's in light, unlikely. Uh, I know, really again, do. Yeah. I don't think this is going to happen. But I'm saying you're going to future Elliot, and we're recording a pod, and they're 6-5, and five, and it's like, man, like, what happened? It's that Jalen doesn't play as well. Because Jalen not playing as well ruins everything. Like, it takes the passing game away, and then the run running it becomes even harder. A, they're not running it as good. Like, they're, they're not playing with leads, which makes it tough on the defense. Like, the receiver situation, like, everything. And I don't think it's going to happen. I think Jalen has shown, like, I heard Jaworski on your show today yeah. talking about his mechanics. Like, I don't think those things said just change. Yeah. Like, Quote, unquote, his mechanics are outstanding, right. is what Jaws said. And yeah. Jaws is like a mechanics, he called himself a mechanics wonk. It wasn't even like, it's like, oh, he's improved. It's like, they're outstanding yeah. mechanics. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. I don't think that just goes away. Like, yeah, I don't. I agree. And I thought that Nick said, you know. Especially for him, someone who continually right. works on this stuff it's and clear. hammers it. Yes. Yeah. And Nick said today that he thought the most impressive part of Jalen's game is how well he's seeing the field. I don't think that goes away either, right? But that's what it would be. And if, do you want to do yours before I say what my number two would be? Yeah, so mine, I I took this way more realistically in terms of like, yes, obviously what's the, like, if we look back, what's the, what could most easily submarine the season? It's Jalen regressing. I just don't, I don't see that as a, maybe regresses a little bit, but I just don't see him regressing to a level where that's the, this team is too good. He's likely going to regress a little. I mean, look, he's either going to regress a little or he's going to win the MVP, Yeah, exactly. You know, so we're, we're on one of those two paths. So I think he regresses some. But I just don't see him really regressing to a level where we look back and say Jalen's the reason they didn't win. I, and look, I don't think this is the reason they don't win a lot of games. I think this team is winning a lot of games barring injury. Mm. But, and I keep talking about it, if I'm going to look at one thing where, hey, you could lose an important game this way, you could lose a, a the one seed this way, or lose a playoff game this way, it's the special teams. Interesting. It just okay. is. Like, they are bad. They're a bad special teams team. The punter sucks. We talk about it all the time. He's not one of the 32 best in the world. There's definitely a better guy you can bring in to punt. Mm. That's one. Kick returns. Trash. Like, uh, if teams continue to do this pop-up kick thing to the one, to the two, whatever yeah, it's it is. it's hurting where they start. They're going to be in trouble. Yeah. They're going to be starting at the 10. And look, so far it doesn't matter because Jalen and the offense have been so freaking good. It's like, start wherever. It doesn't yeah. matter. No, it's but a, eventually, it's a better that, one than mine. Yeah. that kind of stuff comes back to bite you. And then the punt returns. Like, it's, look, I like that Covey catches the ball and even then drop one the last yeah. game, got on it. But, like, there's no no dynamic returns, no great field position from that. And and other teams' punters seem to be punting the ball a lot better than ours. So, like, if you're going to look for something realistic, tangible, that you could say, all right, this team is damn good. They are stacked. Like, special teams, if you're talking about the margins, if you're talking about losing a close game, like, that kind of stuff could come back to play. Yeah, your answer was better than mine. <laughs> that, that, was, that, was, that was the correct answer. It is. It's special teams. Now, again, I do think the fact they have a clutch kicker, like, Factors a lot in, really helps. you know, like he's, that's a, he's a big. big part of it. Yeah. So with Covey, what would you do? So right now he's been called up three yes. times. 
I'm I'm 99% sure if he's called up again, he goes through waivers. He does. No, he does. Yes. He is. So this is it. They have to either put him on the roster or not. Here's my question. For well, you. but they could they could call him up and then he's exposed to waivers. Is what I'm saying. Right. I'm yeah, saying yeah, yeah. they right. either put him on the roster or expose him to waivers Correct. and just yeah, play the yeah, game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Right. So and look, there's a he might not get picked up. Like it might he might not. Right. But uh, so quick question, Lee, in this because I uh, there was some talk today. I can't. I'm. Are they still at 52 or are they have 53? I believe they're still at 52. Okay, so now how soon is Dillard coming back? Because that influences So it, right? Dillard can come off IR after four games, so after this week. Um, I talked to him in the locker room a few weeks ago, and he seemed fine. He was, you know, being somewhat evasive. So he would be 53. He would be 53, correct. Okay. Um, who, what are the names that I should be looking at? Like Ian Book. What are What are some of the guys who, if you're yeah. going to bring Covey to the active roster, assuming they, they're saving that spot for Dillard. Let me pull the roster Like, up. who who are the guys? Because... My inclination is to just say, screw it and put Britton Covey on the roster because I I do think there is at least something there. I know he hasn't done anything impressive yet, but more often than not, I feel confident he's going to catch the ball. I feel confident right. he's going to get a couple yards here or there that he can. And it's just to the point I just made about like the special teams potentially being the kind of thing that could cause disaster. Like, just put someone back there who knows what he's doing. And, and yeah. there's no one else on this roster. I mean, it, Devon, I'm not letting Devontae be my... That was so weird. We didn't talk about yeah, that. Yeah, I really didn't like one that. Part, I hated it. Yeah. And I'm sure he's better than other guys, but, like, no. So, like, I, I can't have no punt returner. So, I agree. I think that what Covey does well... And again, he dropped one. Like, we have to keep <laughs> saying that. I know. But it does feel like he makes the right decisions I and agree. is reliable. I agree. And for what it's worth, like, he had a really good punt catch I think it was against Detroit I'm pretty sure where Pascal ran into him and he still caught it so like there have been play even though he hasn't doesn't have a touchdown I do think there's been plays where it's like okay good play by Covey yeah there. no doubt and I also to your point if it's not Covey who is it because like I wouldn't put uh Devontae back there frankly I wouldn't put Quez back there aches I don't think he'd be that good at it and I B, think he he's a big part of the offense yes, now, I don't right? want him returning kicks yeah even. I don't think he's good at returning he's kicks. bad at it now, Kenny Gainwell's an interesting one. That's, so he's that's not really the one used who, on offense That's the one that John Ritchie keeps talking about. He's but like, I don't, I don't know return. if he... Like, why do people think he can return punts? Has he ever done it? Like, yeah, I don't know. and also, I just don't think he really projects as that. I don't, not like super explosive. He's not. He's not yeah. that fast. Like, so I would just I would just bring Covey on. Me too. Now, Me too. But, but, like... It's a tough spot. Like, Grant Kekatera is a name. Like they're No, like, I don't think they'll cut him. I don't think they yeah. will. I'm just saying, like... It would that, be Ian Book, Trey Sermon, maybe. Oh, there you go. But like, I kind of like active. Trey Sermon. I do too, and, especially with, you know, it's like the short yardage game has not been awesome. Right. I mean, look, Kyron Johnson, like, the blocking hasn't been good on special they teams. They just drafted him, though. I know, but I think he, I don't think he gets claimed. Now, maybe this is he just me not. being fantasy football mind and thinking a running back's more likely, but I don't think he I don't think he would get claimed. Now, the thing with Covey is, like, this is where, and we talk about this a lot with Howie, like, he has to read the situation. Like if if Howie sets, yes, does if, he think Covey will yeah, get? Yeah, if Howie up. sits down with every you know like Nick and you know Jeffrey and all them, and they're like, and he's like, look, I don't think Covey's going to get claimed. Then I think you just kind of trust him with that. I agree with that. But I think Covey, I think losing Covey would like matter a little. That's bit. why I, unless I, they bring someone else in, like I'm there's not, someone on a practice right. squad somewhere. And look, but, Howie can make a trade, maybe get to a player who can play defense and return punts for you, or right. this or that or whatever. But. I just wouldn't take a risk. I already feel bad about this special teams. It's already the one part of the team that I don't feel great about. I'm, not, I just wouldn't take a risk with it. But to your point, look, this is. I agree. It's how he, how he's one of us to make this call. Mm. Sorry, everyone. <laughs> um, but also, like this is this is the the result of of building a damn good roster. Is yeah. that you know you actually care about the fifty second, fifty third, whatever but, guy getting cut. But what's interesting on the flip side of that is, I think they have a, an outstanding roster. But if they actually had an outstanding deep roster, like you would think the special teams would be better. It's a really good point. Now, a lot of them, you know, like and look, the co- Nicobe, to, be fair, like- to be fair, the one part of special teams that has not been a huge problem has been the coverage. Like it's not like they've been great oh, returning. Okay, yeah, and yeah. that's usually where the the athletes guys show up, right? Because right? they're not. We're just talking about return game, and we're talking about punter as yeah. the real. And big I don't think the blocking's been good for returners, either. right? And that's yeah. a little different too, though. But again, in terms of like a linebacker can still be a good linebacker, but not a great blocker yeah. on special teams. Whereas he can go down and, and tackle. You know, like Nicobe, so, to me doesn't seem like he'd be a good special teams player. Yeah, I mean, he's not, not probably, super fast. Probably hasn't short. had to do it a lot. Either. Exactly. So yeah. that's the that's one of the issues with what they're dealing with. But yeah, I would just. Again, this is why I'm a terrible negotiator. I would just promote Covey. I would Don't too. have to worry about it. I would like, too. It's one of those things where it feels like, look, you can't hide a bad punt returner. Yeah. Like, he's back there. He's you know? all by himself. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And 
you know, the Jalen Rager thing last year in the playoffs where he dropped the punt, like they were losing that game anyway, but it spiraled the game out of control. Yep. Covey doesn't, if Covey doesn't pick that punt up, like who knows what, now he dropped it. But, it, you know, I basically, for my special teams, what I want is just feeling like safety. Like I'm okay if the guy is not like explosive. I'm fine with that. Yeah. I just, just don't, don't want, want someone mistakes. that's gonna like, you know, catch it at the Especially four. With this and, like team. like yes. this team's good. This offense is you good. Can't just be get giving the ball in Jalen's hands. Yeah. I, I agree. Totally agree. All right, Eagle Jacks. Like just overall, I feel like we're not gonna obviously go matchups, all that type right. of stuff. But but it's not what we do. <laughs> it is not what we do. Yeah. And honestly, it's not what people want to hear. Right. At least I don't think. Yeah. Um this game. How uh-huh. you gonna look? It's one of those things where we're talking about, oh, tough, you know, maybe one of the toughest opponents on the schedule. They're actually good. Like they might be a good team. I think they're probably gonna win that that division, all that stuff. Did man, didn't on the Parks Pod preseason we said we thought they were a good bet? We did. I feel like we probably did. Oh, we hundred percent. Yeah. I because they vividly, were like they were I like think I might have said I thought they were gonna win the division. Plus like, four something, yeah. if not more. Yeah. I did say that. We both said they're that. They're a fun team to root for. They're I think, a fun too. team to, yeah. I mean, look, Lawrence, Joe made this point on the air and and again, you know, hindsight and ch- things change, but in terms of like heading into the draft, like he's like, if you had a the last thirty years of draft picks going into a draft. He's like a top five pick, you know what I mean? Like heading into a draft, because he oh, is. okay, it's how like, he was viewed going into the yeah, draft. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's Manning, it's Luck, it's it's him, and and maybe one or two other guys. Like he's one of the like highest graded prospects coming out of the draft. Well, I remember like and this. I, I think it's because he has long hair. He's very like distinctive looking. Mm-hmm. Actually, he kind of looks like Nala from The Lion King. But <laughs> <laughs> what? Yeah, I feel like he kind of looks like Nala from The Lion King. Wait, wait. You're not talking about the cartoon, I'm like the yeah, original. Yeah, the cartoon Nala. <laughs> like I think, like he has like those type of like features to me. Okay. Like I think if they casted him this in a real a great comp, if they cast him as like this a real a, life movie, Elliot, you're only getting you're only from Elliot are you getting the cartoon animals to quarterback. Yes, I just think they got like if there was a play of the Lion King like in high school. Everyone would probably look and be like, there is. bro. The Lion King, it's on Broadway, <laughs> believe, yeah. right? But people would look and be like, bro, I know you're the number one quarterback and you're probably the coolest kid we in the school. We need you to play Nala, buddy. I think you could be a great Nala. <laughs> <laughs> um, I forget what I was saying. It was too good. Yeah. Yeah. Talking about Trevor oh, I was saying, what's crazy, oh, what's crazy is, um, I think because of his distinctive look, and like, I remember seeing him like, you know, Eight years ago is probably strong, but he was like on a TV show about like great high school, and he's mm-hmm. he's lived up to it. Yeah, so, no, and it's. I think be, getting Doug has been really good for him. I think so too. And again, that that you know, Doug won a Super Bowl. They're bringing a Super Bowl yeah. winning head coach into Jacksonville. That that's something they don't get down there that often. Yeah. Um, so look, when I look at the game, so real quick, but, but I was going to finish by saying we talk about being this tough thing and all that, but there's six nine point fee for it, which is like, wild. How do you how yeah. do you judge this game? How do you evaluate this game heading? Um. So. I think there's some tough matchups. That now, look, they put Christian Kirk in the slot a lot, and Avante Maddox is a really good slot receiver. I mean, sorry, uh, really good like nickel corner. And if they can shut down Christian Kirk, I think that really hurts the Jaguars' passing offense. I agree. I think Jaws said this too. I believe he said something like uh, the the um, Jags threw like 13 passes behind the line of scrimmage against the the Chargers. Mm-hmm. So I think a big thing every week when we talk about the Eagles' defense is going to be can they tackle? Because if this Eagles' defense tackles, they're going to be extremely hard to score on. Because if the team short throw it, there's then you're just tackling, right? And I think with how well they've tackled, you can feel good about that. So I actually don't think the Jaguars' offense is that scary in some ways. My concern would be on the defensive side of the ball, Mike Caldwell is there. He was part of the staff that helped shut down Jalen in the in the playoff game. Now Jalen's improved; all those things are still true. But I'll just be. Interested but he knows, to, yeah. It's yeah, actually and, really interesting because that was kind of you know one of your concerns coming into the season. Obviously, like is the Jaylen counter way, punch. But, yeah, yeah, that was kind of one of your concerns. And this will be a good week to see yeah. that. Um, they have good edge rushers. You know, oh, so, very good. I yeah. mean, when you drive to the top of the draft every freaking year, <laughs> yeah, man, exactly. eventually you end You're up gonna with get some, some talent. Damn good, yeah. yeah. So I think they're they're a good challenge, and I think that Doug knows Jalen. You know, like and Doug knows these players. He knows their weaknesses extremely well. Yeah. So I think it's an advantage. We'll I see if they you. can game plan for that. Like, I don't. The other, and we're talking about what we learned from Doug. Doug wins big games. You know, like mm-hmm. he does. So it's a tough pick. I don't know if I have a prediction yet. Wow. Well, I think the Eagles are going to win. Wait, no, sorry. I do think the Eagles are going to win. I just can't decide like on a score. what type of game. It's yeah. Been. Yeah. I think it's going to be a closer game. I, I think the Eagles win. I think they win by like a touchdown. I think it's a close game, though, and I, I think the Jags are a good football team, and I think they're going to show that they're mm-hmm. a good football team, better than people think. I think Lawrence is going to, you know, this is his year where he kind of, at the end of the year, we start talking about him right. as, like, that next guy to kind of break out and all that. 
I don't think they're as good as the Eagles, though. I think when I it comes either. down to it, they're just not as talented. They're yeah. not. The I Eagles agree. are a better football team. And look, we're going to have games. The Eagles are going to stumble. They're not going 17-0, and I don't think. <laughs> you know, I wonder what the odds would be on that. I mean, again, I should check and see. They're if it's favored like, in every game. Yeah. You know, they're favored to what go. What would you put the odds at that they go seventeen and oh, like uh, I don't know, like plus, plus ten thousand? Yeah, yeah, maybe not quite that high, but like a plus five thousand right. or something like that. Pretty high, yeah. you know. Yeah. So, but no. So I think this game. Look, each week I've kind of talked about how there's a different box you want to check. Like week one, it was just the start of the season. You know that type of thing. Week no two, preseason. Yeah. Show up, be ready to play all that. Week two, primetime game. You know. I thought a good Vikings team, right? Um, week three was coming off a big win, going on the road versus a divisional opponent. I think this one is, you know, Jalen against the Jaguars defense and, like, the game plan and how does that work out. But, you know, <laughs> the last time – it's funny. The last time the Eagles went to the Super Bowl, the Jaguars were good too, remember? Oh, yeah, they almost played them in the yeah. Super Bowl. So the Jaguars like, came really close to getting maybe, the Super you Bowl know, Ooh, maybe this is where buddy. it's going. I don't know. Well, we always joked about the Eagles phasing Andy in the Super Bowl. I know. What if they phase right? the They're not going to come out the AFC. No, no. The AFC is a juggernaut. Yeah. Like, that's yes. way tougher. But if the Jags were in the NFC, I think we would talk about them as a legit. Like, like a, a sleeper. A yeah. Dark or like horse. a team where we, if we went through. Like, like, let's put it this way. People were talking about Minnesota last week, like right. that team. I think the Jags are probably better in Minnesota. All right. Let me ask you this Would you trade Jalen Hurts for Trevor Lawrence? <laughs> I hate this question. I hate it. I hate it. I hate it. <sighs> I think it's a tough one. I know. <laughs> I think, well, I think what, what helps so, is like, I don't know Trevor. Yeah. So, you know, I mean, so like, like... <laughs> I, I feel like you'd be an idiot not to say you wouldn't. Like, I, I think, let's put it this way. You always love to do the what would NFL general managers right. do. And I would bet that like 29 NFL would take general, Trevor Lawrence. Would yeah. take Trevor Lawrence. But, like, I just. That's the thing about being around Jalen every day and watching mm-hmm. Jalen and talking about him every day is I just I think the off the field stuff and the, the above the shoulder stuff is is so special and so unlike yeah. anyone I've ever seen at his age that I don't know what that ceiling is. Like I don't know what that means he can be. I think and look, I think the leap he's taken this year should totally change the discussion about him in terms of what he can be. Mm-hmm. Because he is he has taken a leap that not even the biggest outside of OG Wade. Not even yeah, the seriously. biggest Jalen fans in the world yeah. thought he was going to take. Right. Like, I was a big Jalen man. I thought he was going to take a leap. This is crazy. Dude, there was a graphic I saw today from NFL.com, and it the, the caption was, the league's in great hands. And it had pictures of uh, of young quarterbacks. It had Josh Allen, Justin Herbert, Lamar <laughs> right? Jackson, and Jalen. Yeah. And what are we doing here? I mean, yeah. So Funny like, enough, by the way, that Mahomes is on there. He's only like 26. Like, I know. People act like Mahomes is like 40 years old. I know, something. yeah, exactly. He's still a kid. Like, he's barely older than Jalen, you know? But, I mean, he's in that conversation, yeah, which is it's, wild. It's wild, It's man. wild. Like, we just did it. He's top 10 in the NFL. Yeah. He's top, we're talking about him. He could be a top five Jalen Hurts could be a top five quarterback in the NFL, like, as soon as the next couple years. Like, right now, he is one. I mean, like, yeah. You could argue, like, it's his to lose I'm talking now. top five. I'm not talking, like, he is a top five. He's playing as a top five now. He is, we talk about as an MVP. Right. I'm talking about, like, in two years, like, it could be, like, when everyone makes their list, Jalen's just top five. Yeah. Like, right? Yeah. Well, I think what's interesting, and you know, it's again small. It's crazy. It's Elliot. small sample. It's crazy. <laughs> it's small sample size, but like you could argue, like he's reached it. Now it's about just maintaining it. And you know, again, like he doesn't have to improve to get he there. He just turned twenty-four. Yeah, he's a young twenty-four. So here and again, we, he's the age Carson was when he started with the Eagles. That's wild. It's yeah. Wild. So here would be my answer to the Trevor thing. I agree with you that most GMs would take Trevor. I think that if I was if if I was just starting a team. And like the Eagles weren't three and zero. Oh yeah, I wouldn't. I wouldn't mess with anything going That's on. That's what there. I mean. Like if oh. the Jaguars, uh, uh, call, I, I would not take, do it right now. I don't think I'd take Joe Montana right now. Like I mean, you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, like, like everyone, no, they have. But something. in terms of like, yeah, and you know how big I am on that. I think the twenty seventeen yeah. thing I remember all the time. Like what what's going on in that locker room right now is is matters. Yeah. Like and I think that they got something real and special, and I think it all starts with Jalen. So, so yeah, I'm not messing with that culture, that thing going on at all. Two quick things. One about the culture. So Hassan Reddick was on the Players Lounge, interviews in the feed. Shout out. Yeah. And I asked him, like, you know, Nick's really good at messaging. He talks, you know, to you guys every with a message every Wednesday and Saturday. Like, what's been your favorite one? And I kid you not, like, I might be exaggerating slightly. I thought he was going to cry talking about dog mentality. Oh, no way. I'm not kidding. Like, no. it might not come across in the audio, but, like, sitting next to him and, like, looking at him, it was like... He was like, you know, he, he talks to me about dog mentality. It's like a metaphor for my life of like what I've been through and people like I had this setback and like blah, blah, blah. 
And I was like, damn, man, like we make fun of the dog mentality thing, but wow. people like it. I So honestly, you know what that makes me think? Because like dog mentality. Like I know, you know, it, what it looks like makes... a dumb shirt on like the yeah, board, and it's and and that it's D A W G. It's just it's just bad. But what this makes me think, and it's something we've talked about a lot, but it just kind of hammers home is that like Nick's ability to communicate and connect is special. Yeah, like if he can make these guys believe in this dumb <laughs> I know, thing, like yeah. he could just make anyone believe in anything. Like I, I honestly like that. That's my takeaway from that. If if that is true, and if it's yeah. not like a wrong read by you or whatever, I mean, like but regardless, Hassan, he, he, that's my point. Yeah. He was really into it that much, and that means that Nick Sirianni is amazing at selling his message. That's what that means. So my second thing was to get back to Jalen. Is you were talking about like you know in five, you know in a few years he'll be top. He could be like top five, and you know like whatever. accepted, no doubt about right. it. You know what I mean? But but I think like the biggest Jalen thing through three games is this is windows close way quicker and it kind of is way circle it circles back to the doug thing like when they won in 2017 my post game article that i posted at the gun was guess what guys like they're gonna be good for a really long time uh-huh. and they weren't right yeah. so like you have to capitalize on special moments when they're there and jalen is special right now yeah and you have to capitalize on it because who knows what's gonna happen it's in 2023 20, 2024 20, like anything can happen. right like this whole concept of like is he the guy moving forward that's an off-season thing, and I, I will talk about it, obviously, and it's a fun conversation. But the real truth about Jalen is they have the guy right now. And when you have the guy right now, like, you got you got to capitalize when the window's It's down. a great point. And, again, that's what I talked about. I think how he realized that before any of us. Mm-hmm. That's why he made all the moves he made. That's why he built up the right. He had why a, he tried to trade for a quarterback. Yeah, so <laughs> Let's he, be real. Like, like Yeah, you know? he did all this stuff. <laughs> right. And and it turned out that how he, he had the guy the whole time, and he could build around him. and. Um, I'm with you, you know, and look, Carson is a perfect example of that. You know, yeah. what happened to Carson is a perfect example of how, you know, you can be on top of the world and on the bottom of it very quickly. Super quickly. Yeah. Amen. Good uh, life lesson at the end. Yeah, you're damn right, buddy. Yeah. All right. Um, so Eagles, Jags. So we are most likely not on Saturday on parks. There is a double header for the Phillies. I know there's hurricane stuff with Washington, so I don't know what's going to happen. Oh. Like, I guess there is a chance. I made a brunch reservation. Mm. I know. We'll see. Most likely we're not on the air. Yeah. I think that's the deal. I think it's unlikely we'll be on the air on Saturday, but obviously we'll be back after the game. We'll, we'll uh, yes. react on Sunday, all that good stuff. Um, you got anything else? Yeah. Final thoughts? All right. So by the time people listen to this, it'll be too late to give advice, but this will go up early Ooh. and people can tweet me. So tomorrow I'm playing in the Union uh, Media Soccer. Yeah, so this will go up early in the morning. So people, yeah, have people time. Can, all right. It's coming up at six a.m. tomorrow morning. Here's the question: We're recording it Wednesday. It'll be up Thursday morning first thing. Should like, should I wear cleats? Ah, so good question. I don't think I should. A because like, I think it's kind of a loser thing to do. Uh-huh. Like it's a little try. Oh yeah, yeah. Right. Yeah. But like, I'd also want to like, I'd also want to like slip all over the field yeah. and look like a fool. But I also don't own cleats, so, so I'd have to buy them. Oh, no, you don't. No, then you don't, don't buy cleats. Okay, it's a All right. stupid media game. All right, I'm just. Well, I'm just putting it out. Don't there. Don't buy cleats. Okay, I would. Don't. No. Okay, don't buy cleats. No. Okay. I was gonna say if you own cleats, I would put them in your backpack, and then if other people maybe put them on, cleats, yeah, you could put them on for the game. Like I definitely would not go there in cleats. That's no, like crazy. Yeah, click clack down yeah. the sidewalk. Yeah, but if you do not do not buy, okay, cleats. I think that would be. That so would I'll be, wear my running shoes. Yeah. Do you have those like uh, you know like soccer type shoes that people have? Like those? oh, I guess I didn't think I could wear my Pumas, but your I your Pumas. Yeah, they'd be That's... perfect. I'll wear those. Wear your Pumas. All right, problem solved. We fixed it. So don't you don't oh, have to have. tweet at him. Yeah, don't have to tweet him. <laughs> Here's what you do. Tweet him luck. Yeah, tweet me good luck. I'd like to score a goal. I, I was just about yeah. to say, like, trust me. 83% As of people Elliot's said I close could. friend, <laughs> knowing Elliot very, see? Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Knowing Elliot very well, like, this does matter to him. And I'll be interested. <laughs> I'll be interested to see what the, what the vibe is going to, like, yeah. Like who's gonna be? There? I don't know. It'd just be an interesting experience. All the experience. union influencers. Yeah, like there's you. a snack time. Like I don't know. It's gonna be like a daycare. Type Orange of... slices. Gonna be great. Honestly, there probably will be. Yeah, <laughs> I so, love it. Well, everyone, should be a good time. Tweet good luck at Elliot. It's gonna be fun. Eagles Jags on yes. Sunday. I can't wait. Obviously, post game pod. Oh, it's a bad something else. I was gonna say. Oh yeah, beat Dallas. All right, auto downloaders. We're trying to beat this stupid freaking Dallas podcast yeah. in our company. Who's coming after us? They're talking all kinds of earmuffs one, two, three. Talking all kinds of shit on Eagles fans, on Philadelphia, on us. Yes. On you by yeah. proxy. Essentially. Don't let them win. So right? it's <laughs> auto downloads. Yeah. We had one guy, shout out to James on Twitter, tweeted us, went and like went to an Apple store and yes. was doing oh, it. Oh, yes. I wanted to shout he, him he out. Was, yes. He was doing, uh, he like downloaded every episode that has ever been recorded of yes. this podcast. Amazing. Like all kinds of, all you people would tweet us, like, you're our heroes. We love you with. Every bit of our soul, 
Keep it going. And here's the we thing. Appreciate it. It's working. Yeah. So keep Fingers it up. It is working. Fingers crossed. Really super, super quick. Someone left a comment I thought was absolutely hysterical on the pod. It was um, it was a, a female listener, and she said, I'm leaving this comment because my husband says it makes me sexier if I if I uh, rate the pod five stars. <laughs> <laughs> Something like that. Oh, and then the other one actually. Shout out to the husband. The Good other work one, by you. Someone just had a kid and named their daughter Zoe. No way. And left it as a review, yeah. Aww. I mean, I don't think it was, you know. But, no, I would hope not because <laughs> yeah, of yeah, me, yeah. yes. But that's awesome. Zoe's an awesome name. Yes. Uh, like I've said many times, like if we we didn't find out if we were going to have a boy or a girl before she was born, we we took the surprise. And we didn't have a guy's name, a boy's name. Like that was it. It was either Zoe or we're, we're like, well, I guess we're going to have to figure it out yeah. now. This kid's got no name. Z. Yeah. So he writes, Z. James Seltzer and ESP are awesome. James, happy to report my daughter Zoe was born Monday morning. That's Just in awesome. time to watch Eagles game with me. Go Birds. He's an auto-downloader, proud, proud dad, so shout out to him. Yes. So he was born during an Eagles game, like right after it. There we go. Funny enough, Eagles-Washington, Carson Wentz in 2018. It was like the one game he oh, looked wow. awesome in. They won the game, and then, you it's know. a good sign of things to come. good sign of things to come. All right. Uh, we'll be back post-game, maybe Saturday, probably not. We'll see. Until then, he's out of MJ. 